Well, as I officially end my time here as a pastor at Renew, and as we as a church enter the, into this new and exciting uh, period of time moving forward, I've been asked to give a final charge. And uh, that sounds a little formal for us as a church, a charge. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, a charge is just a brief encouragement or word of challenge uh, as, uh, as there's a transition to a group of, pers- uh, a group of people or to a person. Um, thing that, that uh, I'm wearing around my neck, I want to be clear, I'm not uh, at this moment wearing a scarf. This is called a stole. And it's not a word that many of us may know about because it's often used in high church or more liturgical settings. But a stole is simply a way of identifying visually some sort of authority or calling that's been placed on someone. Now, I've only worn a stole one time, a wedding, a very high church wedding that I did, the first one I ever did. But we felt together that it would be important uh, to wear a stole, and then at the end of the service, you're, we're going to transfer that stole over to Doug. I think that's important for us as a church uh, to have that. So if you're wondering what this is, this is not a scarf, I'm not cold. Uh, I asked Bennett, I said, do you know why I'm wearing this, uh, Bennett? And he said, because you're graduating. In some ways, maybe, maybe that's true. Uh, But I want to start by saying thank you. And I want to begin by expressing my deep gratitude to you all. For the past decade of being your pastor, you all have been patient with me and allowed me to grow into what it means to be a pastor. You've trusted me when you oftentimes didn't have reason to do so. You have encouraged me exactly when I needed it. You have forgiven me, oftentimes when I have not deserved it. And you have modeled for me and continue to model for me and for our church what it means to enter into God's great mission rather than merely just show up for a religious service on Sunday. Thank you to the elders who have loved well, loved me well, loved my family well, and have overseen our church with such care and love and attention. We would not be who we are today without you all. And thanks to our house church shepherds who have taught and loved and shepherded well, living out the truth that if the Holy Spirit is dwelling inside of you, you do not have to be an ordained clergy to lead and pastor a church. Thank you, house church shepherds, for doing that. And to our key volunteers who have served so faithfully both up front and behind the scenes with great hearts and with great understanding of the grander vision of something larger than just setting up chairs or watching kids or sending out an email. And I want to thank the original core launch team members, some who are still with us today after 10 years, and I actually want to name those who are still with us as a way of appreciating them and expressing my gratitude. The Hoovers, the Gribbons, Dwayne Freed before he even met Ange, Lauren Knox before he met Emily, the Phelps family, the Rodriguez's, Kelly Royce, Tyler Allum, who at the time was a high school senior, and Brianna Phelps, who was younger then than Carter is today. Thank you for sticking with us through all these years. And thank you, Doug, for being a good friend and pastor to our church and to me personally over the past several years. You are gifted and you are called into this, Doug. Where is Doug, by the way? Right there, right in front of me. (laughs) Thanks for leaning into your calling here at Renew, for trusting us. Uh, We are blessed because of your presence. 
And thank you, Megan, who is the most important catalyst in ensuring that this church would start. Thanks for looking me in the eyes and saying, let's go for it. Doug and Ben, it's been a privilege to serve alongside of you all the last several years. And you've grown, both of you, in your pastoral calling in tremendous ways over the years. And Doug, as you assume the responsibility of lead pastor at Renew, I have a charge for you. And in just a moment, I actually have a charge for everyone here. But I want to start with Doug. Doug, as you assume this responsibility as lead pastor of Renew, here is my charge. And it's very simple. It's threefold. And it's this. Doug, I charge you to remember your baptism. The fact that Christ has made you new and given you life. It is by no skill or effort of your own that you receive new life in in Jesus. It was His initiative in your life, not yours. And it was by grace, His grace. Remembering your baptism is to remember that all is grace. Embrace that good news in your life, long into the future, every day in fact. In fact, that's the most important thing that you can give us as a church, is this white-hot passion for living as a free son of our Heavenly Father, who is also the ruler of the universe. That's what we need from you. And as you embrace that, proclaim it, and live out the gospel, the good news of Jesus, that the kingdom is here because Jesus has moved into the neighborhood to be with us because love can't stand to be far away. Proclaim that. Embrace it and proclaim that. And tell us all that it's available and accessible to us. Even when we don't believe you. Even when you think that we already know the good news. Tell us again and again and again. Because the truth is we will forget it again and again and again. Doug, remind us of grace more often than we forget it. And don't forget that we live in the hope and the challenge of living up to our name, the Renew community. We have been renewed by God's tremendous grace. We are constantly being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs what we can understand fully. And we also join with God in His gracious invitation to us as kingdom agents in the renewal of all things, as Scripture says, in the redemptive mission of God. So lead us in that faithfully and truthfully. Help us to live up to our name, the Renew community. Doug, in addition to remembering your baptism, I charge you to remember your ordination. In 2012, you were affirmed in your calling, in your giftedness, and God's call on your life as a pastor. And it's not your identity, but it is your calling. And with that, remember that He has called you And if he has called you in the past as a good father, then he has prepared you and will equip you into the future with what lies ahead. So live into that with confidence. Don't hold back with this group of people. No person has to give you permission to pastor people. It's already been given to you by your father. So remember your baptism, Doug. Remember your ordination. And finally, remember today. We affirm you We believe God is actively at work in you. And we look to you and your leadership as you look to the Father for life and hope and guidance. Yes, you will lead us well. You will love us well. You will be the pastor that we have known you to be. 
But we also know that at times you'll fail. You will fall short. You will disappoint. You will be discouraged. And it is in these times that the evil one will try to convince you that you're not cut out for this. That you aren't a good pastor and that you should quit. And I charge you, Doug, don't believe those lies. Remember the truth of who you are by first remembering the truth of who God is. And because of these times of failure and disappointment and discouragement that may come, I charge you to remember the truth that the pressure is off because the tomb is empty. Renew is not yours. In fact, renew is never mine. She belonged, belongs, and will always belong to the Lord. He entrusted me to her for a time. And now God entrusts her to you, along with the elders and Ben and the other leaders, so steward her well. Stewardship of this broken and redeemed group of people means helping us to care the most about the things that Jesus cares the most about. But remember, she's not yours. Renew belongs to Him, so steward her in such a way that you perceive the smile of God and can hear Him say, well done, good and faithful Doug. So we believe that you can do this. But not because of you, but because of Him. So Doug, I charge you to remember your baptism. I charge you to remember your ordination. And I charge you to remember today. In addition to a charge for Doug, I want to give you all a charge. And although I've been a pastor and an elder, I now officially stepped down from both roles. I trust our elders. Uh, because I trust them, I commit to submitting to them. And submission is not a fun word in our culture today. But it's an important word. And I submit to them. I have and I will continue to submit to them as we are here. So I submit to their leadership, their decision-making, their wisdom as they work by the grace of God, by the example of Jesus, and in the power of the Spirit to steward Renew well. And as I submit to their leadership, I would ask Renew that you would join me in submitting or continuing to submit to their leadership too. And so I charge you, Renew, to join me in submitting to their leadership even when it's not your preference, even when you don't fully understand, even when it may not make sense. I would charge you and invite you to submit with me to them. And with the full blessing of the elders, I'm grateful to pass this baton of leadership and authority to Doug and Ben with excitement and peace and no regrets and full assurance of God's work in your lives and in the collective life of our local spiritual family called the Renew Community. And as I submit to the leadership and ministry of Doug and Ben, church, I would ask that you would submit and continue to submit to the leadership of Doug and Ben, even when it's against your preference, even when it doesn't make sense, even if it's counter to what you want. Would you join me in submitting to them and their leadership? And as we transition, this is not the time to take your foot off the gas pedal when it comes to pursuing Jesus. Now is the time to press harder with our foot to the floor to pursue Jesus more than ever before. So I challenge you with this. Don't stop taking risks for Jesus. 
Not now. Love big. We will never regret when we choose to live a life of love in the example of Christ. Don't settle for a religious life when a with God life is available. Don't just show up to church. Don't play at religion. Don't check off religious activities off your to-do list to feel better about yourself. Enter into the life with God. Give Him more access. In fact, give Him all access. And take the biggest risk of following Jesus you've ever taken this year in 2018. And finally, I want to say this as I close. To those of you that throughout the years I have hurt, I confess to you the times that I have been less than graceful, when I have been impatient or unkind. I confess to you the times when I have complained more than I have prayed, when I have exuded a spirit of guilt or judgment or condescension and shame rather than a spirit of grace and patience. I confess the times that I've tried, when I've tried to control you rather than to love you. And so I humbly ask for your forgiveness for the times that maybe I have confused you or hurt you or not loved you well or when I've sinned against you even. Forgive me for the ways that I've failed to lead you or to pastor you well at times. In fact, if you need to reconcile with me, I want to invite you to come speak to me one-on-one because confession, forgiveness, reconciliation, and grace are the only way forward and it's the currency of the kingdom of God And it's the lifeblood of our church. And we're still going to be here. And so if we have hurt you, I want to make that right with you and be renewed with you. But I love you, and I'm so grateful for you all as a church. And I'm so grateful that we aren't leaving. In some ways, I feel like overseeing this child, but that child has grown to the point that they're an adult. So now I have a healthy friendship with my child. That's a wonderful thing. And I rejoice in that. And I'm so grateful that my family gets to be here in the future of Renew, paying attention to God and learning to respond appropriately together still. So may we continue, church, to model for the world what it means to be followers of Jesus. May we conspire about how we might point people toward Jesus. May we continue to be pipes instead of buckets. May we be missionaries cleverly disguised as good neighbors. May we leak Jesus all over a parched world. And may we follow Jesus like our life depends upon it because, in fact, it does. I love you all. Thank you. Amen.